What up, homies? Walk and talk number 20. Are you wondering what the best camera <coughs> for YouTube videos is? Should you be using your phone, GoPros as we always use, DSLRs, point and shoots? I've used them all. And we're going to have an in-depth conversation today because this is another question that I always get from everybody is, you know, one, just you know, analysis by paralysis, right? Like I got too many things I'm, I'm worried about and I can't even freaking turn a camera on. What cameras make my job easiest? What cameras are best for, you know, studio use, for vlogging? I want to just take an in-depth um, dive today into cameras. And some of you are already shooting videos and hey, I'm already good to go with my setup. Well, I'm also going to talk about other things that you can do to you know, really start batch shooting, batch recording, getting a lot of videos out quickly. Um, and it has to do a lot with camera. So this is going to help you guys really just decipher how to start getting good quality videos out and kind of, you know, my crazy sick, you know, theories on all these different cameras and why they work for me or don't work for me. So with that being said, my name is Jackson Wilkie with the channel Junkies. Thir- 13 channels across the country, over 300 homes sold, all from those YouTube channels for free, and I teach it to you, and that's my passion. So if you guys would, leave me a review down in the comments, and also shoot me an email anytime, info at jacksonwilkie.com with your questions uh, for the walk and talks. I've had a couple really good questions from you guys um, hitting the uh, inbox there, and I've been answering those on the walk and talks, so I love that stuff too. <clears throat> but today I want to talk about the camera and, and you know how I always do these. It's going to be the story. I hate just like one, do this, two, do this. I feel that's kind of the digital marketer route is like they, they kind of teach things very rudimentary and, and simple because they just don't do it. They never struggled. They never got their ass kicked. Right. And so when it came to, to video cameras for me, I used my cell phone. Now, how many freaking events and how many places have you been in? Some guy or some gal up there is like, just turn on that phone. Well, it's not that simple. Because, especially for long-form content, if you're using your phone, there's going to be a ton of hiccups. A lot of things that go wrong. And at the end of the day, it's really hard to get that footage somewhere. Even for me, who shot thousands of videos, I still hate when I shoot longer videos on my phone and I got to get them somewhere. I have to do something with it. Now with Apple, you can obviously airdrop, which is really quick. And some of you out there right now are like, dude, getting my video clips off my phone is so easy. And some of you out there are like, oh my God, Jackson, I have all these clips on my phone and I don't even know what to do with them. Exactly. The thing about your phone is one, it can be just tough to maneuver clips into the Google Drive or you know into the video editing platform. The biggest problem I see with phone use, and there are people that kill it. Look at Ryan Strong of Hawaii. He just uses his phone, but I bet you he can come on here and talk about, yeah, there's been a few massive mistakes I've made. I'm not a proponent against the phone if you have to, but if you're going to use the phone, there's some things you really need to do. Maybe just write this stuff down so every time you go to shoot a video, you visit this checklist. Number one. Turn your phone to airplane mode. I always forgot to do this. So I'd be shooting my video, going along, 
and uh, all of a sudden a, a notification would ding and then my mind would start racing like what's that I wonder who that is my phone would ring not just ding but it would ring and guess what happens to your cell phone when your phone rings it shuts your camera off and I remember the first time that happened I didn't know that I silenced it and kept going well I didn't have any more video after that and anything that happens with these disruptions, disruptors, completely throws you off. And it makes it so that shooting these videos becomes more of just a chore than it is getting these videos out. So a lot of times you're going to get, you know, distracted. Homeboy here is water in the road. Good Lord. There's a sprinkler shooting all the way on the road here. Um, so just like that, got distracted. And that, that's like the best visual rep representation right there. You get distracted and you forget where you're at. And so I would have these videos and I'm like, damn it, I don't remember where I left off. And then I would go to edit it and it kind of made for like, you know, unsmooth transitions kind of from one point to the next. And it was because I would lose my train of thought. The other big thing, so checklist number one, turn it to airplane mode. Make sure your phone is totally off from notifications so that when you hit record, um, that works optimally. Next thing is, number two, just shoot one long clip. What happens is if we start shooting all these mini clips, it just, it turns into a nightmare for editing. You have to, you know, that now you have to upload all those. You got to label them. You got to get them all into the editor and remember where they're at. I found out it was so much easier, and I do this with no matter what camera I'm using, to just do one long clip. Now, if you're out vlogging, that's a different story. You can't do that. But for the most part, just using your phone in the studio, in a room, in an office, just do one long clip. If you need to take a break, even if it's for a minute, take a break, collect yourself, and go again. It takes three seconds to edit that out in an editing platform. So if you're editing your own videos, you're going to see you have your clip and you have your audio. So if you're sitting there reading your, your, your notes, the audio, you're going to see just a flat line. So you're going to see that, that line spike back up again when you start talking. And basically, you can move your cursor to right there and just cut all that, that dead space out. But now you just have one long clip. What happens is, when we shoot multiple clips, again, I've, I've gone through the pain. Again, we kind of forget where we're at. If we end a clip... We may go back and even watch that. And that's killing a bunch of our time too. Whereas if we just have the one clip, we shoot, take time to collect ourselves and move on. It just makes things a lot easier. So I really highly recommend if you mess up words, if you mess up a lot of times, trust me, I've coached a lot of agents and I used to do this myself. I would stop the video and start over. So that does two things. One... It makes uh, for a really poor video because you lose all of your energy. They say that I'm a very high energy dude. And even my videos I watch sometimes, I'm like, dude, am I sleeping? So it zaps your energy. And the more you start, stop, start, it takes more of that energy out of you. So it's another reason why I just started shooting one clip so that I, if I messed up, it didn't really matter. Now, I, I mess up in a lot of my videos and I don't even really edit it out because people like, I found out that people like that normalcy way better than all this high performance pure edited content you know so but there are times where I just need 10 seconds 30 seconds to collect my points 
and I'll just do that and I'll keep the camera rolling. So the phone can work really good, but here's number three, <laughs> the thing that drives me up a wall. Jackson, hey, would you watch this video? I had like five of those emails yesterday and I'm like, man, I, <laughs> I just can't get to all these. <laughs> But when I do watch them, especially with the phone, stop staring at yourself. There is one itty bitty tiny little teeny camera at the very top of your screen. In fact, I would recommend you turn your phone backwards and you look at the big lenses. Then you have no way to see yourself. But unfortunately, we wanna sit there and make sure we're in the frame, even though we don't move, 174 times a video. You've seen this, I've seen this. You ever notice those videos where people are looking off to the side the whole time? They're not looking at the side, they're looking at themselves. It's super, super awkward. I've gone in and analyzed a bunch of videos like this, especially from other agents, and the average view durations really dip. It's very awkward. So, make sure that you're staring at that lens the whole time. I have trained myself, even on a Zoom call, I have a web camera I never even look at that person's face. Never. You know in Zoom, you're always looking at the person talking. It's so weird. I've done it so many like tens of thousands of times that I literally just stare right at my camera the whole time and listen to them because I shoot so many videos with that camera that I, I, it's just embedded in my brain. So what you need to do, if you're gonna shoot with your phone, I recommend just turning it backwards. Or if you're gonna have it face you and you wanna just see if you're in there real quick, Hit record, make sure you're in there, and then put a sticky note or something over the screen so you know, hey, stare at that little lens. You don't want to go through the trouble of shooting a, a video and having it perform poorly because you sit there and stare at yourself the whole time. So phones, I'm just against them. There's just way too many variables and factors. You've really got to be good at what you do to make them work good. So. I like to I like to use you know other cameras out there so I'm notoriously known for the, the GoPro um, what happened was the backstory I was shooting with my cell phone and this is back in like the iPhone 7 8 days so they didn't have built-in stabilization and you weren't able to zoom out so I got what was like the coolest thing for real estate agents was the gimbal and it balanced your phone and everybody looked awesome with that and it was cool and it was like 200 bucks and it worked pretty good it was actually it made some sick videos but when i started vlogging with that the the microphone didn't work that good because i had it three feet away from me so i had to get a a, a microphone so when i attached that it added some weight to it well now i'm vlogging with it and me and jesse are going down the street cruising down the street in my six foe and you can't get both of us in there because the camera wouldn't widen enough so what did i buy a clip-on lens so now i got this frankenstein ass cell phone with a clip-on lens and a microphone attached and it was too damn heavy for this 200 dollars gimbal so it kept falling over it couldn't hold the weight i was like good lord so jesse is the ultimate dude go buy the nicest shit you can find that works this is our job, this is our business. Go get what works. I am the kind of person that when I research something, I'll take six months to make my, my decision. I'll watch eight million videos, just like when people move to your city. This is what they do. 
So I watched every freaking video I possibly could on cell phone, on, uh, sorry, on, on cameras. And the camera that I almost bought, I was boiled down to, was the Sony, I think it was a Sony A600 or A100. It was a point and shoot. At the time, point and shoot cameras were all the rage. And they had to have that flip out screen. And I was like, well, that's what all the vloggers are doing. I have to have it. Because it's more like, especially in real estate mind, it's more about how cool you look than the actual video itself. Like we have to have all this fancy equipment because it just, it, it, it like puts you up above the other real estate. It's a really sick thing, but I was in that mode back then. Now I don't give a shit. What, what are you give me a VHS recorder? I'll go dominate. But back then it was all the, the cool stuff. So Sony point and shoot, it was about six to 800 bucks. I think back then. And then you got to get, you know, tripod and all that. So I was looking at that and I almost bought it. To me, 600 bucks is like, dude, that's crazy expensive. So making a $600 purchase was insane to me. And it took me months to to go over this. So right then, there was this video that came out from this dude. He's like a, I don't even remember his name, but he's a big time YouTube vlogger. And he grabbed the brand new GoPro Hero 7 Black that had just come out. Brand new. And it was the first one that had built-in stabilization, that beautiful glass that GoPro has in picture quality and the ability to zoom way out. And he did this vlog and he had all this like Frankenstein equipment because they didn't have vlogging stuff back then for GoPro. GoPro was all about strapping it to your helmet, your chest, maybe a big extendo stick type thing. But to get actual good sound quality and vlog with it, it just wasn't out there yet. But he made this like crazy thing. And I remember watching that video going, holy shit, that's the best video I've ever watched in my life. And I called Jesse. I'm like, dude, you won't believe it. Like, I think I'm actually just going to go with GoPro. You know, in Jesse's mind, he's always just like, dude, go get the best. So 2500 bucks, 2500 bucks, go get it. And I was like, dude, this GoPro, the new uh, Hero 7 Black, literally every pain point I have, Jesse, of being able to zoom out, good quality, and stabilization, it's all on this camera. I don't need anything else. And it's like 299 bucks. And he's just like, dude, I I don't want an action sports camera. Like, we're shooting real estate videos. They're for our business. I'm like, I'm telling you right now, dude. This is what's going to work for us, man. So I bought it, and I <laughs> I still have the Frankenstein, I call it to this day, because they didn't have vlog media kits and mod kits and all that stuff, which is so easy now. So I had nuts, washers, I bought this, this tripod and had to get this crazy case to screw it in and all these bolts, and because I, once I got it, I realized that the, the, the camera was so wide that my microphone was in the picture, and it was nuts, man. There's a lot of crooked bolts and shit, but it worked. And that created the the vlogging camera for real estate, and it, it just blew up. Not only for the real estate industry, but for everybody. Like, that GoPro vlog kit is the GOAT. So that's what I used, and I still use it. And people want to get all this new age equipment. I literally have the same GoPro Hero 7 Black that I started with. Now, it started acting up on channel, I think, 10, 9 or 10. So... I just, instead of getting the, I think there's a Hero 10 black now. I didn't even care. Oh, you got to have the screen. You got to look at yourself. No, everybody who got the GoPro Hero 9 black with the freaking screen, they sit there and stare at themselves and it sucks. It's awful. I just went with the Hero 8 black. It was at Costco for like 200 something bucks. So 
that was my camera of choice. So now I'm shooting vlogs, but I'm also doing my studio videos. Well, back in the day with my phone, again, the microphone situation and putting it away from me and Jesse and having to have these clip-on lenses was a pain in the ass. Well, now with that vlogging setup, I was able to put the GoPro literally 18 inches to two feet away from me and Jesse, and it would have such a big frame that I could still crop it down to zoom us in. That's how wide it was. So now the microphone was shoved right in our face. I remember Jesse was always like, dude, that's too close to us. I'm like, no, trust me, we're good. It, like, I'm gonna have to zoom in on this. I'm gonna have to crop this picture. And so that's what we did. And then I started shooting a bunch of individual studio green style, green screen videos. And so I'll, I'll never forget it. I had the ring light, the 18 inch ring light, and it has the camera holder in it. Well, that's made for a cell phone. So even though it's adjustable up and down, on its lowest setting, it wouldn't clamp down on a GoPro. So I had my kid's Lego, a freaking green Lego and a rubber band. And so I would set it on the Lego. That gave me a, just enough to pinch on the GoPro. I would wrap a rubber band around it just to hold it in. And I would use my uh, Rode Video Micro microphone and just attach it right underneath it. And I would stand right up close to that. And I shot hundreds of videos that way. So <clears throat> that's how the whole GoPro thing came about. And I still love it. I think GoPros to this day are the best camera, period. Affordable, they do everything that you need. They can be finicky here and there, but at the end of the day, man, they rock and they make some incredible videos. So that's what I use uh, out in the field. Well, now I have a studio setting. I do not suggest you go and spend a bunch of money on a camera, but if you're starting to get more advanced, here's my setup today. I have a Canon EOS RP. I had no idea about cameras, but we had this videographer who came and helped us in Portland. And he started setting up our studios. We wanted to like learn how to build a studio and he showed us, you know, proper lighting. It was crazy the next level stuff he knew and it was just really fun to learn because I always would see a studio on YouTube and try and copy it <laughs> and it just looked terrible. It was awful. So I had to learn how to do it and he showed us and then he, he told me about that mirrorless camera. I still don't even barely know how to use it, but what I wanted was that quality but without having to work with the chip all the time the chip is what slows me down so shooting a video on gopro i gotta remove that chip i gotta shrink that video file i gotta get it to google drive it's just a mess that's when i came up with my newest system which is using a program called ecamm e-c-a-m-m and that's only for mac so you'd have to find like stream labs or something for for a pc but i went to ecamm and then what you can do is once you get a Canon camera, you can hook it up as a web camera, as a web utility. So you go to the Canon website. It's super easy. There's a bunch of videos on it. And make your video or your camera a, a, a utility webcam. So now I have that digital camera, EOS RP mirrorless camera quality hooked up as a web camera. And I record it onto eCam. So even if I shoot a 25, 30 minute video, it's still only a couple hundred megabytes. It uploads to Google Drive in just a second. So as soon as I'm done, I hit stop. That file pops up. I label my clip. I drag that clip in the Google Drive to a folder. My editors catch it and it's gone. So all I have to do is click record and label the file, drag to Google Drive. I'm done. So I don't have to look at any of the videos anymore or anything. So I really recommend you know, a system like that if you're gonna start batch shooting. It just makes things really, really easy. I did a video on the Channel Junkies a month ago with 
Ecam, the actual company, they reached out to me um, and we shot a, a video with them. So create, you can do actual videos without any editing. So you could turn it on, you can incorporate your YouTube intros, um, everything. And you would never need to even edit a video. So you could just, you know, come on, hook them, click a button, your intro goes, come right out of it. You can bring in titles, your number, your email, and you can go. And you could start shooting a ton of videos really quickly. So you got to work up to a lot of this stuff. But at the end of the day, guys, it's not about the camera quality. It is about the quantity and about getting these videos out and how you can do it most effectively. So when people ask, you know, about, hey, which video camera to use? And, and then all these like YouTube realtors and digital marketers like, you got one right in your pocket. I'm like, bullshit. Dude, how many times if I turn my camera off or my my phone off throw it out of play hit it with a sledgehammer i'm gonna get forty-seven thousand notifications i'm distracted i just don't like it i've seen it and you're gonna stare at yourself so maybe spend a couple hundred dollars and get a gopro they're amazing or if you have an older digital camera uh or, or a point and shoot maybe you can hook it up you know as just a uh web camera and and do these things quickly or just use the chip but it's all about you know you at the end of the day so it, it really doesn't boil down to the camera quality. But again, these are things that I coach up and work with our agents on. Um, it is more what to say and how to be on camera, not the camera quality. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. So again, if you're looking into what it's like to partner with us, it's not a money grab. I'm going to teach you everything for free. I'm going to give you all our courses, everything, no cost, no splits. I'm going to train you up and truly try and 10X your business. Shoot me an email, info at jacksonwilkie.com to learn more about that. Send me your questions, homies. I want more walk and talk questions and I will answer them on here for you as I already have. And until, oh, don't miss our live event, May 13th through the 15th in Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale. I'm bringing in the top real estate YouTubers in the entire world. So make sure you get your tickets for that. I know it's been selling out. There's already been like 30 VIP tickets bought and I think we were only going to do 40. So jump on that today ASAP to get your tickets for that. But until the next walk and talk homies, we'll catch you later.